Well, we I was speaking to Courtney, the producer of this show, mm. and he was just saying he, he had done something that I think I might want to do because when I eat meat, mm. I, I don't... Well, anyway, he was talking about having artificial meat. Artificial meat? Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> but, but have you tried it yet? No. I was in a lab. The one that's in a lab. No, you can buy it now. It's, it's you can on. buy it. You can buy it. You can go... Really? I, I think Coles has it. Coles have artificial meat. And just between you and me. Yeah. I was asked. I'm whispering because yeah, that's pretend. People don't know. Yeah. You asked to be the ambassador for? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, because well, I, I get, I get uh, But sleeping, I didn't do it. I get sleeping I, I, machines. You get uh, <laughs> fake meat. But I wow. shouldn't. I, I have a policy that I don't bring up things I knock back. You should do a retirement home. I reckon I could imagine you. <laughs> One of those ones on a golf course. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I've done gigs in them where you go along and, and I'm like, oh, where do you guys live? We live here. You live here. Yeah, we live on the course. I like those old guys who have got grey hair and they still look really good and they're with the, their wife. and Yeah, not with the blonde wife. Yeah, yeah and then they go, yeah, that's not a bad looking life. But um, anyway, I would be... They play golf every day. I, you don't want to play golf every day. Well, they get very good. There we go. I... Would you be because if you if you eat sausage, that's bad for you. Anything like anything. Oh, that's I love sausages. <laughs> I got some bought some at the market yesterday. I, I'm not saying they're not Ooh. nice, but they're not anything. They're processed, not good for you. Pro, anything processed ham, processed ham, ham, bacon, turkey, bacon. bacon or, yeah. you know, and I don't react well to it. But oh, you don't eat. You don't go up the deli and get some sliced meat. No, no. Again, no. I think I went there yesterday and got some sliced meat. <laughs> what's your What's your go? Oh, I like turkey. Is it Is it like it's not. Processed turkey. Yeah, it would be. It's like turkey, turkey at the deli. And how do you have it? I just on a br- uh, roll with um, cranberry and avocado. Oh, beautiful. Good tomato. Oof. Your eyes are rolling back oh, in your head. It's like I love I'm turkey. Showing you dirty photos or something. Yeah. <laughs> food porn. Yeah. Um, anyway, I am interested in trying and trying Co- fake meat. Courtney said it was good, but it was kind of like it played with your head a bit because he wasn't. Your body went. It's not meat, but it. Yeah. It's like carob chocolate. Oh, it's a, it's a funniest thing in a health food shop seeing a child get a carob frog. <laughs> I want one of them. I want one of them. They bite into it. Oh, that look yeah. on their face is like, what? Yeah. We went to a pub, a traditional, I'll name the pub, the Caringbush in Collingwood, wow. Abbotsford. This is in Melbourne. Yeah, this is like a traditional. Yep. I used to go there in the 80s when I lived in a shared house because they had the best pub meals, cheap. You sit in the bar and it was a full, you know, full on uh, tradie. Uh, knockabout Collingwood yeah. pub it was known yeah, as the Collingwood yeah. pub. Yeah, blokes at the bar, regulars. Yeah, creams. Yeah, yeah. You know, had the footy on the two big TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, they didn't. No, they no, didn't. Oh, so only a little bit, one. No TAB. So oh, it's so, even more traditional than those ones. Oh, okay, yep. It's a really old school pub. And then we went there on Saturday night with uh, one of the dads from school. It was his birthday. Anyway, um, it's vegetarian now. Fully vegetarian. Anyway, I had my vegetarian. I'm very, very healthy now. I had my vegetarian food. Had cauliflower. It was beautiful, actually. Can't eat cauliflower. You can't eat cauliflower. I, re- I react to it. Is it on your food map? F- is it fod? Food. <laughs> no, no, I call food. it food map. Fod. Oh, I love cauliflower. It was Cal- fried. So fried know, cauliflower with chips and coleslaw. Is look anything is good fried. I reckon anything yeah. dipped in batter is good. Anything in a ball, as we've said before, anything in a ball is good. Anything you can eat with your hands is good. As my teenage son said, Dad, I just like food that you can eat with your hands. Is there a name for that kind of food? <laughs> Called shit. Food. I want to hang out with you guys when you go out for dinner. Yeah, well, they were, anyway, a bit struck by the vegetarian restaurant. What happened, do you reckon? Do you reckon <laughs> someone stepped in? Someone's, someone's taken it over. You reckon they've taken over the whole pub and gone? Yeah. So, what are the locals? Uh, oh, they're the, not reacting the well, the barman said. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're not reacting well. Because, as we were saying before, you need a crossover menu. You need, like, here's what we transition menu. Yeah. 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 
Um, and th- then we've still got, well, as we, as we said before, you and I, our um, death row meal would be... Schnitzel. Yeah. Mine would be schnitzel. There's a good idea. Mm. Death row restaurant. Death row restaurant? What a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Which is, which is you ring up... And have like a novelty electric chair that kids yeah. just going to get their photo yeah, taken. Yeah, that's great. Everyone's in cells. <laughs> and then you come along and you go, Dave O'Neill, uh, your last meal, and you slide it in and yes. you get the meal that you've ordered. And yes. then at the end of the night, you get taken down to, to a room. To, to the oh, chair. This, this is theatre restaurant. This <laughs> yeah. is brilliant. Oh, Imagine the protests. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Get a bit of free publicity. Here comes the music. Oh, yes. oh Hello and welcome to Somehow Related and now please welcome your hosts Glenn Robbins and Dave O'Neill. This is uh, Okay, so should we get Somehow Related? Yes. Somehow Related, Dave O'Neill, Glenn Robbins. Um, things that aren't related but somehow are. So you're going, you, as you hear the topics that, that Sam kindly gives to us, you go, how the... I won't say how related. How is that related? And then you go bit by bit, like two CSI yeah. uh, investigators. Uh, real crime. We're real crime. Um, we sort it out. We do. Just move my microphone because my chair is slowly going. I down. just noticed that. I thought <laughs> were you trying to be funny. No. <laughs> I think okay, I've hit. I've hit a level. I think now. you've eaten a bit too much vegan food. Yeah. Too much <laughs> cauliflower. <laughs> Fried cauliflower. I don't know. I'm eating vegetarian, but I'm getting fat, fatter. <laughs> Because you're having a lot of cheese and fried stuff. Mm. All right, let's get the topics. Here they come. The Beatles and Mount Everest. Beatles. Is it, are they called The Beatles or Beatles? That's The Beatles, isn't it? Because, yeah, you're right. Some bands are like uh, The Band or The Who. Because Adam, what's his name? Your host for that show you used to do. Adam Hills, Specs. Specs. I said on his show, I said something about The Skyhooks. And he said to me, well, I know them well enough to know that they're not called The Skyhooks. They're called <laughs> Skyhooks. What? Adam Hills. Did you tell me shut up? <laughs> I said I was friends with you yeah. and that you would take it up with him later on, yeah. but I think it, they're not the Beatles. They're Beatles. Sam, are they the Beatles or the Beatles? That's an interesting question mm. because what is it, the definite article? Mm. The Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. Like the who. But some, so you think about like madness, you don't go, they're the madness. You know it's just madness, don't you? Well, you can't, can't say the madness. The, can you? No, you can't. The, they have the specials. Well, you say the rock, the Rolling Stones. Yeah, but I reckon it's just Rolling Stones, isn't it? Yeah, went to the Rolling Stones. Ooh. I'm, I'm thinking of bands. My my band list is pretty. The Monkees. Well, that's definitely they're definitely a that. Mm. Hey, hey, it's the Monkees. Mm. The, the Who. Yeah, the Little River Band. Yes, definitely the Rolling Stones. Definitely that Rolling Stones. Mm. Sam's onto this. Beatles. Oh, yeah, Beatles. Yeah, great. I'm a, I'm a Harrison in my family bloodline. Oh, that's amazing. So you're related to George Harrison? Well, no. He's oh. related to me. That's right, of course. <laughs> Get it right. George, oh, he was probably my favourite Beatle. Why is that? I don't know. He just, I like George Harrison. He seemed to have a nice... I saw some documentary about him and he was really nice. Oh, he, he did a document. They did a doc- documentary recently. Yeah. Which was fascinating. It doesn't get a yeah. great review on Netflix. As far, it doesn't get... Because you do look at the stars on Netflix... No, I don't even know where they are. Stars it's like it has a low thing on the top of the screen. Oh, it says ninety-four percent. Okay, which I don't know whether don't that means ninety-four percent it's good or ninety percent four percent it's good for you personally. Yeah, right. Um, it's like it's buying a you know a washing machine star rating. Yeah, 
Do you believe that stuff? No, mm. not really. Um, yeah, George. But George, he had that great song, you know, the one that he got sued over. Uh, I can't, what's it called? Come on, you've been 55 uh, times uh, or something. The one that ends with Hare Krishna, uh-huh. Krishna, Krishna. Oh, because <clears> he took a, he stole a lyric out of a, a lick. Or yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a riff from, a riff. Um, let me think about it. But he yeah, he sort of annoyed it, me because uh, he, oh. he was a Hare Krishna. That sort of annoyed me a bit because I'm not no big fan. And it was, Sam? What song? My Sweet Lord. Ah, uh, My Sweet Lord. Which was derivative of? Um, it's derivative of My Sweet Lord. There was, a, there was a lawsuit and then they had to settle. George had to settle. I would imagine that if you're a songwriter, as you and I are, that sometimes you hear things and uh, they go into your subconscious and they pop back out again. You're thinking, yeah. I wrote that. Yeah. In actual fact... You know, great. Com- some comedians are like that. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, now, but you have to ask the question: Was it knowing, or was well, it not knowing? And knowing. Yeah. I think sometimes you can come with me. Say. It's completely knowing. I just leave other people's <laughs> material and. I just get on YouTube and watch best stand up. Well, there was a time before before YouTube. You, lots of comedians would go over to the US and come back with fantastic <laughs> routines. <laughs> routines, you go, wow, you've really improved since it's you really went to the US. Really worked on it. Wow. <laughs> and then you go over to the US and go. Wait a minute. He's so fine. Written by Ronnie Mac. Yeah, he's so fine. That's right. <clears throat> he's so fine, my sweet lord. If you think yeah. about it, they do sound similar, and I think they won. They won the case. They won the case. One point five million dollars settlement. One point five million. Yeah, it's nothing. That's a little drop in the ocean for, for him. George. Yeah. Well, you you remember the men at work? You know, Cookaburra sits in the gum tree scandal. That was uh, what's That's his name? Terrible. Took his life. Greg didn't Ham. Greg yeah, Ham. Oh, that, yeah. I don't know if that was part, or was one of the reasons, but yeah, it was awful. Yeah. But I mean, again, the songs do sound similar. But then, if you if you um if you in the musical world, there's only so many notes, isn't there? There's only so many melodies you can hit. You'd reckon. But if you if you but if it is directly mm, a rip off. A rip off, then you have to at some point go. Well, you made some money from that, but it's shit. As you say, it's hard. Harsh. Did you yeah. see um, the Rolling Stones gave back the money or the the, the Verve? Do you know the song "Bittersweet Symphony"? It's a bittersweet symphony. <laughs> anyway, they're a nineties band, the Verve. It sounds a bit right. better than that. They got sued by the Rolling Stones because it was a similar to very similar to one of their songs. And then, like about two weeks ago, the Rolling Stones gave um, all the rights back to the guy from the Verve and said, "Oh, you can have the money." The guy from the Verve goes, "It's the best day of my life." When they rang up and said, "Yeah, you can." Well, I don't want to bring it back money. up to me, but I did write Uncle Arthur's bedtime stories. Wow! And I was threatened to be sued by Uncle Arthur's bedtime stories. In That's the US. right in America. <laughs> Imagine Uncle Arthur being called up <laughs> at court. And I write the books in in honest. You know, I, I tried to write the best I could and, you know, I couldn't help it if someone... Yeah, anyway, so they, they, they said right if I ever sold in the States that I was going to be... They were going to sue Ooh. me. So um, we never sold in the States. So hence that book was never a multi... <laughs> never a hit. Never a hit. Never a huge hit. I... Um, I, I so were you a Beatles fan? No, Are you a Beatles fan? I was. Fan? Yeah. But now I can't listen to them. It's true. Why can't you listen to the Beatles? I don't know. It just reminds me of a period, I guess. I don't want to... Rem- when you had your mop-top haircut... <laughs> Well, I'm quite old, as you are. Yeah. But in my time, you could get a Beatles plastic wig, wig yeah. which was a plastic version of their haircut. Oh. And you put it on top of your head and walk around thinking you're a Beatle. Did you have that? What? Wig? Did you have that wig? Yeah. yeah. You had one? Yeah, I had one. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, and your hair used to sweat and get all matted underneath it and look like crap when you took it off. <laughs> I was in the Celebrity Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. With George Harrison? I don't spoil the story. Uh. 
Oh, you've jumped ahead. God. Well, I just know that he's a fan of motorsport. Well, again. Like Keanu. Okay, then I'll cut the story short then. I, I was at the, at the Grand Prix and we walked through the Formula One area mm. and all where it's all like like a surgery. It's so clean. And I walked through one of the, the pit areas and there's this old guy sitting on a chair and I walked. I wasn't until about five minutes later I went, that was George Harrison. Wow, I was just sitting watching Just sitting he? watching them with their spanners and their... Mm. You know, all that stuff. Like porn to him. Yeah. Yeah. He'd travel halfway across the world. See blokes with spanners. Could go to his local mechanics and said, I can sit in a chair. Well, bring your guitar if you're going to sit in a chair, buddy. Yeah, okay. We'll do a bit. We'll do some mechanical work. (laughs) What a bit of my sweet lord. Now, something that's not derivative, though. I've been sued for. (laughs) He wrote a few songs in the Beatles. I think he wrote Here Comes the Sun. That was one of his. Here comes the sun and I say. So when they had a meeting night, right. Lennon and McCartney turn up and go, mm. okay, guys, this is what we're doing today. And then George I've written some songs. I've got a song. I think they did used to dominate by Paul and John. Yeah, but you know they didn't really write songs together. I think that's. I think they sort of wrote them individually and then would take them to each other. But that's 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 in fairness though. That is all the way a lot of people work, isn't it? How did Elton John and what's his name work? I don't know. Elton John and the Rocket Man. I think it's similar. Bernie. Bernie, Bernie Tolman. Yeah, I think it's similar. I think it might be similar. Because one comes up with a melody and then one comes up mm. with the li- lyrics. Who, yeah. writes, who writes the lyrics? Um, uh, the, the, the melody is, is Elton. And then oh, it, then the, Bernie writes the lyrics. Oh, gee, I could get into trouble oh, here. Don't, don't worry about it. Who cares? Elton it's John, one of them. Yeah, it's one of them. Uh, any, anyway, so what, what would be your favourite album of the Beatles? Do you have a favourite album? or No. What about a favourite song? Oh, one of the old like, Twist and Shout or something. I really like that stuff. I well, come really? on, you can't you can't turn oh. your nose up if you if you've asked me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, songs like Across yeah. the Universe, they're great. Across the Universe, that's a great song. That was yeah. a lot. But also, you know, my favorite album is Rubber Soul. That's the pop album, I reckon. That's they reckon. Yeah. The white album's a rock album. I think you need to hang out with a few Beatles fans. And no, I'm not that fan. I wouldn't yeah. own you there. I reckon I owned Rubber Soul because I was too young. I remember my dad liked the Beatles. Yeah. I remember when he got Letter B and it was only an EP, he was really angry because he got it in the mail. <laughs> he used to send away for records. So you, if a song came on the radio now mm. and it was the Beatles, would you go, oh, mm, I'll sing along with this? If it was Twist and Shout or Get Back, I'd, turn, I'd switch it over. But if it was one of the more <laughs> one of the more, I don't know, yeah, yeah, I, I mean – you know, songs like Yesterday are still very good. Very good songs. See, I like a lot of the, like, you know, a bit of Lennon's late work. Oh, yeah. After the Beatles. What, what's the, what, what, what oh, of course, do? Imagine. Imagine, Jealous Guy. Yeah, come on, we all, you know. The one about peace and love. Oh, his, some of his songs are great. I think Yoko had a good influence on him. What's your vibes on Yoko? Well. Well, I was reading this uh, interview with Paul McCartney and he said that, and, and and the interviewer's going, oh, you know, you a bit mean to Yoko. And he goes, oh, we, not really. But he goes, we, we just came to rehearsal one day and she was sitting on one of the amps. <laughs> you would. <laughs> and so, you I mean, would. I was in a band, whatever. And uh, <laughs> we were called Noiseworks. Captain. No, nah, Noiseworks. And uh, um, Captain Cargo. And I, I couldn't imagine if you came into the rehearsals the other day and one of the guy's girlfriends or boyfriends was sitting on the amp. It'd be a bit weird. <laughs> See, he actually said sitting on one of the amps, not a, not a seat on one of the amps. You can bring your kids, but you can't bring another adult. Oh, you can't bring the kids for very long, though. That's like, okay. No, if they hang around for a while, say hello, then they go Yeah, again. fuck off. Yeah, yeah, but you can't be having, in the creative process, you can't be having... You can't be having a, a, a partner sit on the amp. Mm. I mean, that is a bit weird. 
That's yeah. I mean, but you know, I like some of her music too, actually. So, really? Yeah. What about her art? Walking on Thin Ice. It's a great song. When she screams, oh, oh, I don't mind it. Yeah, I've got to open up my palate too. Yeah, you've got, to, you've got to yeah. get into it. I, get and into what I've got to do, I'd take some psychedelics like they did. Yeah, so they went to, uh, maybe this is the connection. They went to India, and this was before Sgt. Pepper's, wasn't it? I probably got the timeline wrong. And they, they all took drugs with the, what was his name? The Guru... I thought the first time that they took it, because I heard this great thing with Lennon tells a story about when they went Mm. to a dinner party and someone put put it in there. That's not good. Actually, can we use that for our think music? Yeah, what's that? It's John Lennon telling the story the first time they had psychedelics, yeah. And they don't don't know they're having them. The guy says, he goes, look, you've had them. They go, oh, I'll be fine. He said, no, no, I'm staying with you. And then they, they went off their tree, apparently. Well, this is they all went as a band to India to meet this guru. And it must have been George. I reckon it was George that was pushing that. Imagine that, you know, like it's like you do your footy trip at the end of the year. Where are we going? We're going to Bali? We're going to Las Vegas? <laughs> no, go to India. Yeah. <laughs> we go to India. Bring, get- the, bring the girlfriends and we're going to meet the guru. What's, it, what's his name? Swami Wami. Swami Guru. Matt Mahatma Coat. Matt Mahatma Coat. Matt Mahatma Coat. Mahatma Coat. People that don't remember. Mahatma Kat was from Midday, the Midday Show. The Midday and Show, it was Greg the cricketer. And he used to black up and wear a turban. And But I was I, I, I was just listening to the Could Have Been Champions on the weekend, you know, the ABC. Mm, yeah, yeah. And they, he, they, Greg Champion rings in this Guru Bob. Guru Bob here. It's like yeah. an Indian Swami character. I remember Peter Moon used to do one. Yeah. I don't know what the line is. I can't tell anymore. You can't tell I, I don't, You can tell. You're pretty good at that stuff. I don't know oh. what the line is. I don't know if you if get it's up on stage these days and do an Indian accent and you're not Indian. Yeah, people look down on it a bit. But if, if it's a disparaging... Down. You know who yeah. should, we should have on? We should have... Akma, not Akmal. Duruk J. Singer. He should maybe come in and give us a lesson on the boundaries. Because he does... You know, he does... He says stuff like, are you happy with your current provider? <laughs> 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 See, when he says it, it's very funny. Did you do midday? Yeah, I did midday twice. So they used to have stand-ups on. And it was a great – and people used to talk about how bad it was because often the audience weren't alive. So they were just well, like I, a lot of I pensioners. Did I did it and it was just – I died. And who was hosting? Because I, I did it when Darren it, Hinch was hosting. Who were the hosts? There was – it started – Darren – Mike Walsh. Me- Going backwards, it went Darren – I learned one of my Keith. best lessons from Mike Walsh. What's that? He said – that when you can hear a cough in the audience, you've lost them or you're losing them. Wow. So if and I've stood by that. And if you're telling a story in a, with a, with an audience and you hear <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I bet next time, next time you're struggling with not that you ever struggle, you always do very well. But next time, not you, always. Yeah, well, if just see if there's a cough in there because it's a very good when I do gigs and, I, and they get a motivational speaker up or someone or the CEO, you can hear a pin drop. Occasionally, you can hear a cough though. Oh, you can hear. Oh, if they're oh, you know, okay. like on Q and A or a TV show, that occasion you'll hear <laughs> coughing when when some of the politicians do their long. And oh, I just think that you know. Okay, so Mike you had, Walsh, yeah, no, Mike I went Walsh. On. He started with Walsh. It was it Mike started Walsh, with Walsh. Uh, Ray Martin. He would have been. He was. The, he took over from Kerry Ann. Kerry Ann, Darren, and Darren. That was it, wasn't and it? And then they had dropped. Remember Shirley? Oh, Shirley Strawn did me day. No, no, Shirley was the floor manager. What? He was one of the characters on the Mike Walsh show. Was he? Sher- no, Shirley, Shirley, as in that was his name. I forget what his name was. Oh. I toured around the country with him doing a show for really? a cigarette company. Yeah. Really? Yeah, <laughs> what doing- year was this, 1978? <laughs> <laughs> I 
did tour but around the country. But was he an actual floor manager like Phil? The floor manager, yeah. Remember like Phil from Hey Hey? Like yeah, look, it's no use we look it up because no one will remember who I'm talking about anyway. But yeah, he was his nickname was Shirley and he Jeff, does radio in Sydney now, I think, or he used to. Was Jeff Harvey on? Oh, yeah. On keyboards? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had all the big ones. <laughs> Jeff Harvey's passed away, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, geez, all the Gen Ys are really locking in onto this podcast. That. That's all right. Don't worry about did that. You, um, so you did stand up on the midday show, and you reckon it would have been the eighties? It would have been. It would have been before I had done the comedy company. So oh, it would have been, been mid eighties. Yep. Yeah. Um, and was it good or bad? Comedy company. Well, it's a great show. Groundbreaking show. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stepped on the barbed wire for every. No, laid. I laid on the barbed wire. I tell you, the first time I did midday, it was I had a great spot. I remember Darren was Casey, that? the friend of the show, a comedian, said he, he watched it and he goes, I've never seen anyone do better on Midday than you did. Because I, I smashed it. Because you know what? I went out beforehand and I said to the audience, who were all middle-aged and older, uh, and I was a young man at this stage, and I said, hey, guys, my mum and dad are watching at home. Can you just laugh at anything I say? Oh, smart. And so they all went, yeah. And, yeah. So, and so then the guy goes, oh, you're fantastic. We'll get you back in two weeks. Mm. I'm like, I've got no more material. Yeah. you know when you're a young comic. It's always the you way. Know? So I came back in two weeks' time. And the same floor manager's like, oh, man, the audience are terrible. They're all like Japanese tourists. Yeah. He goes, I think you're going to get axed. We, we're not, we, Darren's interview with the woman who does craft has gone too long with Tonya <laughs> Todman. It's gone too long. The Tonya Todman segment's gone too long. I'm like, oh, okay. And you, you know, take it, you just relax. And then he comes on a minute later. Now you're on. You're yeah. like, oh, no. You think, fantastic. I get up here and just go home. You don't have to worry. It's awful. Yeah, I had three, I reckon four people were asleep. When I did it, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good feeling when you're you're dying and they're asleep as well. But you know, midday used to break some people. Like I mean, in terms of show, but Steady Eddie was like big on midday. Remember Steady oh, Eddie? Yeah, big on midday. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's when midday <clears throat> was kind of this area that you could actually get an audience. Yeah, it's, it's not anymore, is it? No, not no, at all. I mean, that no. was a time when they the, the, all the mums would sit down after doing. Yeah. All their work, and, yeah, yeah, and shopping in the school yeah, drop off, they yeah, watch and midday, midday, and mm. then they get back into it after that. Well, I think the closest thing we have now is Studio Ten, isn't it? Yeah, what's it say? Late thirty and goes through till about twelve, oh, isn't it? Goes it? for hours. Goes from eight thirty to midday. Well, you and I used to do the Circle. Yeah, that was hard. That was a long time. A long time. Mm. I got a migraine on Circle when I was doing it. I started to get all that. Did you say migraine, migraine, or I migraine? Say, I, I say migraine. Me, it's a joke when I say migraine. Oh, is it? Yeah, well, it's not a very funny joke. But anyway, um, oh, I got a meaning, meaning, Oh, I see. And Sorry. So, I won't, I'll make question that again. Because for a comedian, that's quite a long time commitment, isn't it? We're used to four, going on three for Three or four like, hours, yep. Yeah, three or four hours live TV. And I was just feeling sicker and sicker, and I thought, I'm going to vomit. On live television. And then the, the, the last thing was when the chef brings out his food that he's oh, cooked. No. <laughs> and he's got this pork stuff and he's waving oh. in my face. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to make international news by projectile vomiting onto this guy. And so I just held oh. on and, and later Have on. Have said that? You would have got a lot of money for the blooper shows yeah. around the world. You would have been living <laughs> off that for the rest of your life. Are you the vomit guy? <laughs> <laughs> that guy held on to the toilets afterwards. But Oh, my God, it wasn't good. Did you vomit later? Oh, yeah, straight away. Almost straight away. Ugh. Anyway, I don't get anyway. I don't get migraines anymore because it was high blood pressure. So my twin brother was getting them at the same time, and you know he's as skinny as you. And um, he went to the doctor, and it's high blood pressure. Yeah, I think it's kind of in your DNA. You kind of like you've got no control over it, really. Have oh, you? it's terrible. Yeah, I get I get or 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 optical migraine, which is you see a squiggly line. Yeah, that, do you see colours? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, welcome to the migraine chat. <laughs> Health talks here on uh, yeah, somehow related. Honest.
Beatles. What else can we talk about affecting? Uh, uh, they, the, I think number, Australia was one of their best markets. I think they had more number ones in Australia than than, oh, really? than in the UK and the US. I think oh, I don't know some some bloody thing like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> I'm on the Mike Walsh, Walsh show. And, uh, <laughs> Mike Walsh. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think they, they were like ABBA were like that, weren't they? Anyway, they were a great band, the Beatles. I don't want to get into details here, but, but I, you know, I don't want to go so many times I've done speaks again. But uh, I don't know if you saw the episode I did with one of the Beatles. It wasn't shown. I don't know. It was, it was, Hang it was, on, it was an extra on a DVD. What are you talking about? Well, I know, we could call him up, see if he's around. Should we call him up? Or? Okay, yeah, oh, okay, I'm going with this. All right, who are, who are we ringing? We're ringing one of the Beatles. Well, uh, you know, he's probably busy. Probably won't be busy. Of course, he's busy. Hello, who is it? Is, is that Paul? Uh, Paul. Ah, oh, that's Steve O'Neill. Oh, hey, Paul, how are you? See, we're friends, and this is Glenn here. Uh, good day, Paul. Yeah, yeah, lovely to speak oh, with you. Oh, Glenn, yes, yes, Glenn Robbins. Oh, wow. Yes, you were um, a little river bunt. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, 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 close, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Uncle Arthur, actually. Don't worry about no? it. He thinks yeah. you're Glenn Shorey. Right? Yeah, I know. Or well, Glenn Ridge <laughs> oh. from Sale of the Century, where he wouldn't get oh, I know this. Oh, uh, no, uh, well, Paul, I don't know you then. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. That's yeah. all right. Paul, nice to meet you. Are you having a vegan breakfast? What's happening over there? Oh, yes, 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 yes. We're, we're having a uh, vegan lunch. My daughter's over there and she's showing off some clothes. And, uh, yeah. Yes, Stella. we're having vegan. Stella. And uh, a chai latte, soy latte. Cool. So, it's, yeah, we're having a boring day in the morning. No, no, Paul, Paul, it's very nice. We're just... Um, very, very <laughs> We're just, freezing up here. That's free, I'm sure at Mullican Tire. I'm sure it's very <laughs> cold. Um, we're, yeah, just, yeah. we're trying to work out what the connection is between your band, the Beatles. You remember the Beatles? You were in them, the Beatles? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We were great. We were great and lots of great memories. There's a lot of people say a lot of bad stuff about the Beatles and ill will, but we're really, really good mates. Yeah. Well, Ringo and I, anyway. Um, the Himalayas. Mount Everest. What's the connection? Yeah, Mount Mount Everest. Um, I think we studied with the Maharishi Uh, um, up there, and uh, you know, we uh, he was a total wanker. But uh, we studied with the Maharishi, and mm, yeah, I think so. All I know is that we were very, very high. High as Mount Uh, Everest, maybe. Maybe that's the connection. Are you working on any new songs or? Uh, yes, 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 yes. I've got to say that uh, Dave uh, filled in for us uh, when the Wings came to Melbourne. He played bass, uh, Glenn. And this is how I really know him. I played bass. He, he wow. was a kid, really, and he only could play Smoke on the Water. But <laughs> anyway, we, we, you know, it was good. He was a good, he's a good mate, and we've stayed in contact with him. We have. The great mm. um, yes, uh, we've been working on some songs, yeah. I've got a new song. Uh, I'm just running by. Can I? Can I sing it to you? Sure, okay. We, we're, uh, we're short on time. We're running we a little bit go short on, on, on uh, no, go time. On. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay, this is this is the one I think is the best. Here we go. Who's that knocking at the door? Ding dong, ding dong. Who's that ringing the bell? Knock, 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 knock. It's Uncle Albert from the most. I think, I think nobody's home with ding, Paul ding, at the moment. Ding, There's a lot of ding, ding, ding. Mendy's coming up to see us on the choo Nobody's choo 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 Thanks, Paul. See the dogs and the sheep Paul. and the cows and the horses. Move, move, clip-clop. We're showing you, Sam. Thanks, Paul. All the best with that one. Told so you that, that, was the, that was Paul McCartney. Unbelievable. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't. I never mentioned how I filled in on wings. I've forgotten about that. Just oh, one concert. Gee, and, uh, well, he plays bass, but he hurt his hand, so I had to play. But as he said, I only knew smoke on the water. So it was a pretty boring concert. The fans weren't happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Matt Everest. So he didn't really help us in any way, but it's oh, taken us. It's given us a, a segue into Matt Everest. Mm. I think I went through a period where I read a lot of books about and watched a lot of documentaries about Mount Everest. Oh, yeah. You know what? There's too many documentaries about Mount Everest, Lady Die, and sharks. Yeah, it's true, actually. It's we're done, I reckon. Mount Everest I've never had an attraction to. Would you oh, like to go and yeah. climb it? Or? No, I don't want to climb it, but I, I love it. Did you see the documentary Touching the Void? No, 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 no. Can I tell you the story? Yeah, go on, go on, tell me. So... Oh, this is strap yourself in. Mm. Two guys are climbing the mountain. One and one falls because you you strapped together, and he yeah. slides down. I did have sailing at school and scouts. Yeah. One slides know. down. One one hangs on, but he falls into a like a cave. Mm. Like so, he's swinging in the cave, right? And the guy up the top's going. He's got to climb back up, and he doesn't climb back up. So you know what he does? He cuts the rope. Cuts the rope, and he falls down and breaks his leg. Oh. So then the other guy thinks, well, he's gone, he's dead, he's gone dead. over, he's dead. He continues climbing, I think. And the other guy sees the light, climbs towards the light, gets out uh, with a broken leg. And um, am I am I uh, <coughs> losing you? Hang on, is it, was this was document, was it a documentary? Or it was Touching the Void. Documentary? Anyway, anyway so the other guy goes back, yeah. right, to the camp. Mm. He goes, oh, I don't know about having a Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get, let's eat his rations, and they go as a as a bit of a, a ritual, not a ritual. As a they burn his clothes mm. to sort of go well as a, you know they sit well, around. Thanks for that. So anyway, he's made it out, and he finally climbs back, climbs down the mountain. He, unfortunately, he climbs through the area where the latrine is, where the to- so he's got to climb through, through shit, oh. climbs all the way back to camp, and goes. So at least I'm back, and I can change into my nice fresh clothes. <laughs> <laughs> then they go, uh, yeah, we burnt them last night. Uh, you might have to sleep smelly tonight. Anyway, sen- sensational document. And into, into Thin Air was another one. That was what? a no, John Krakow. Yeah, go on. Is this like a Talking Heads documentary where they interview both the guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you, it won an award. So you know that they're alive because they're doing – that's the thing that annoys me about some of those docos where they interview and you go, yeah, well, he's, obviously, uh, he's, he's obviously, obviously alive because he's here talking. It's still a gripping story though. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It sounds good because he, he he broke his leg and he was down oh, the bottom of a cave horrific. and it, all he could see he could see two tunnels. He's going, one could lead mm. deeper in or one could lead out. And he just oh, chose the right one and gosh. popped out the top. And anyway, it's probably all crap. They probably, <laughs> probably made, made it up. Probably made it up. To, into thin air was another good one. But I think it's, it's like people. Are, did you see that photo a few weeks back where the, there was yes. a line of like two hundred people That's waiting to get into the summit? Get to the summit. I've always thought about this. If you get to the summit, mm. is there an actual pointy bit? Is it, there one bit that points? Mm. Is, isn't there a flag or or something? But so oh, say you, you mean like a pointy bit? Say, like an, say you and I no, climb I up there. I think it flattens out, doesn't it? Does no, it but, ma- but imagine if there's an actual pointy bit where you go, okay, now I'm the point, on the very pointy Remember bit. Remember we talked to Jess McGuire. She went up to Mount Kilimanjaro yeah. on another thing we were doing, and she said it was just like a flat... The surface on the yeah, top. Do you reckon Everest would be a actual pointy bit? Oh, you got to climb up the point. Well, and then you're going because if I want to have a go on the point, if you get a go on the point, hang on. I know Edmund Hillary. We'll get him on the phone. <laughs> a little Dave, <laughs> yeah. No, it was Edmund Hillary, not Paul McCartney. And have you written a song? Have you written? It? Um. Uh. Anyway, I just thought of you know because it would it would not be a moment 
if you're standing on the highest mountain in the world and then you look behind you and there's 200 people waiting to have no, a stand. You know, it's like going to the, like the tortoise at the footy. Krispy Kreme yeah. shop at the airport. No, yeah, you just feel under pressure, wouldn't you? Yeah. Come on. Hey. You had your five on. minutes. Get on with it. That's people right waiting here to get on the pointy bit. That's where I reckon, that's why I wouldn't go to Everest. Because <laughs> that's why I always would Because you were thinking about it, except for I that. was thinking about it. Thinking about it. I just reckon it sounds a bit. Altitude sickness sounds terrible. It sounds awful. Sounds like you, you with your migraine. It's just, I mean, migraine. It's just ego. Is it why people want to go? It's just ego to say, "Oh, I've been to Everest." Well, to or... to threat to to you know get the adrenaline going to take on the ultimate challenge. I'd rather go to the Amazon and do what and do like what paddle in the canoe down the Amazon. I reckon that'd be more interesting than Everest. Maybe you should. Get, well, you could do that. A bit warmer. Yeah, you could. You should just go up far north Queensland. I go to the Murray. Go to the Murray. I'd rather go to the. I'd rather go to the Maribyrn. <laughs> I'd rather go to the Goulburn. I'd rather stay at home and watch it on TV and oh, just pretend. Yeah. I remember seeing that movie, bed. what was it, where the soccer team, the plane crashed in the... Oh, and alive. They, alive, right? Mm. And I'm thinking, I'm not getting into it that much. So I watched Great. it on, on by two. So it just went really fast. So they... Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew they were going to get out. They go, okay, they'll talk about eating each other, yeah, yeah, whatever, and they won't be on, and then they won't get on, and they'll all get on. And then and they walked out, and everyone was happy. You know, Steve Vida has got the best story about those guys. So he interviewed the actual guys who ate people on, on his Tonight Show. He interviewed some of the survivors from the, really? the rugby team. Yeah. And then the next day he had to get a plane to Sydney, and he looked around, and those guys were sitting behind him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys. <laughs> Don't get any ideas. <laughs> Once was enough. They've got catering on the plane. <laughs> Have you said that? Steve wouldn't be – he'd be quite a delicious meal. He'd be big, plenty to big, go. Big boy. Yeah, plenty back to go then. Maybe he was very yeah. skinny, though, back in those days. Yeah. Anyway, so we've got Mount Everest. Mount Everest. And we've got the Beatles. What, what else can we say? Highest mountain in the world. Don't really want to climb it. Uh, you could do it with oxygen. You can't – if you're really good, you do it without – I saw a – Well, this is the thing, too. They've all got Sherpas helping them. They're the real heroes, aren't they? There's another documentary called Sherpa. Oh, yeah. That, yeah that'd be interesting. That's great because they're the guys doing the actual heavy lifting. See, I wouldn't mind going for a bit of a trek in the Nepal and, and Tibetan area, but I just don't want to go up the mountain. Because even if you go to Camp 1, you still get altitude sickness. Yeah, no, I'm Even if you just go in that area, you get altitude. Yeah, not interested. No. You just no. feel you feel lightheaded and woozy. No, I feel like that most of the time. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a much difference. Um, what else is there about Everest that we don't, you know? I used to have a board game called Mount Everest. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that board game. <laughs> It was really good. Man, and, and you had to climb the mountain? Was it well, the, you had to – like the climbers had a, a, a pom-pom, a, a beanie that stuck oh, yeah. out, and you had to get a little hook and lift and lift them up by their beanie oh. and then put them on the next ledge. Oh, this and, sounds familiar. And then you go right up to it's the – It's a great the, 1970s board game, I reckon. Yeah, and they have a hook as well, and then sometimes mm. you go with hooks or ledges. Oh, wow. Yep. Anyway, that's big news. It's good. I bet it's better than Monopoly. Sounds like a good game. Yeah, but it was frustrating though. No, because really? it, you just, you know, the amount of time you you fall off and die. Like Kaplunk. Have you played Kaplunk? <laughs> or you know that one where you pull the sticks out and even things Oh, are yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just annoying. You just want to push it over, don't you? Um, All right. Well, I think, I think we've... I think we've oh, look, I'm, I'm hitting... I'm getting something in the Sherpa department. Okay. I'm getting something in the... Song department. I'm getting something in the tradition area. Now, what do you want to have as thinking music? I suggested John Lennon. Yeah, John Lennon telling his story. About uh, time he took LSD. The, the first time they took LSD. All right, let's hear it. Uh, a dentist in London laid it on George, me, and our wives without telling us at the dinner party at his house. He was a friend of George's and our dentist at the time. And he just put it in our coffee or something, yeah. 
he was an advisor not to leave, and we thought he was all trying to keep us for an orgy in his house, and we didn't want to know, you know. I mean, we did, it was insane going around London on it, and we thought when we went to the club, we thought it was on fire, and we were cackling in the street, and then, you know, people were shouting, shouting, let's break a window, you know, we were just insane. I mean, we just had our heads, and finally got, we got in the lift, and we all thought there was a fire in the lift, it was just a little red light, and we were all screaming like that. We got, and the lift stopped, and the door opens, and we were all going, ah! Psychedelics, there you go. Do you know that psychedelics are sort of almost recognised use for people who have a they for people who have a fear of death mm. that are yeah they take them don't they? We've talked about acid yeah. before on this yeah. podcast and magic mushrooms, haven't we? Yes, we did. Which is psilocybin, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah it's pretty full on. It's yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. You've done it though, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. No good. Yeah, because it can. I think one in ten it can be horrific, but the but other people say that it's the best thing that well, don't take this as to oh, hate kids out of, there. One of my friends or a colleague, uh, I won't say his name. I'll just call him Dino. Anyway, mm. Dino. <laughs> Dino. Dino might, might be on some form of communications over the airways. And he took told me the other day he took him and twenty of his mates took LSD and then went to the Titanic Theatre restaurant. Oh. <laughs> Which is uh, in Williamstown, yeah. and the floor it goes, moves un- it goes under. The floor yeah. moves and it goes under, doesn't it? The windows <laughs> fill up with water. Mm. Oh, what a what a fun weekend for them! Yeah. They're young people. They're young, Glenn. Yeah. They're young and stupid stuff. Okay, okay. So, what's the connection? I'm going to say mm. that the Sherpas every um, it's something like this is a tradition that you sing a Beatles song when you get to the top. Oh wow! What one would it be? I don't know. What would, you've got a good memory for Beatles songs. What would it be? Let it be. Let it be. Yeah. And oh, that. it would be something vibey. Octopus's Garden in the Octopus's Garden. And you sing that when you've when you've made oh, it to the top. No, Lucy in the Sky Diamond. Lucy in the Sky with Diamond. Lucy in the Sky of yeah. Diamond. Okay, can we go now? Because I've spent how much would it cost you? Three hundred thousand oh, dollars. Costs anything? a lot of money. Costs a lot of money. But you sing your song and walk back down. Anyway, what do you think? I don't know. I, I think that maybe uh, our caller Paul was on the right. I reckon they did go to Mount Everest when they were with the guru. They went, oh, okay. I just reckon when they went to base camp, and that's where maybe they got the idea for Sergeant Peppers or something like that. I think it's got something to do with them visiting Mount Everest. And, which having, I didn't know and having a moment. Having a moment, having an epiphany. That's what they decided, because they sort of had a bit of a change of heart after they went and saw the guru. Their music changed a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, Sam, what is... The answer. Everest became the working title of their then unnamed 11th album because a sound engineer working with the Beatles smoked Everest cigarettes and the band liked the image. But as another engineer recalled the band didn't fancy a trip to Tibet to get a photo, he remembers someone saying, look, I can't be bothered to slap all the way over to the Himalayas for a cover. Why don't we just go outside, take the photo they call the LP Abbey Road and have done with it. So they did Abbey Road was the nearest crosswalk available to the band outside the studio and became their iconic album. That's really interesting. So it's kind of that thing where you you just look for it. Often a name is right in front of you. Yeah. And then it takes on the connotation purely by the association as opposed to, not that it needed to be associated with cigarettes, but you go, if you actually, you don't even question it sometimes. I mean, I knew Abbey Road was Abbey Road. Yeah. And they recorded theirs. But if it was called Everest, you would have given it this connotation that it's the, the ultimate, it's going to the ultimate heights or in your life. Yeah, or, yeah but it's yeah. been like naming your album Melbra or, you know, yeah. Winnie Blues. Yeah. <laughs> you 
You have been listening to Somehow Related with Glenn Robbins and Dave O'Neill. Isn't it funny that they're such a creative? They were such a creative force, but in terms of finding a name for their album, yeah, they will. Yeah, but often the good names are right in front of you, and you yeah. don't see them. And Abbey Road's such a good name. Yep. Abbey Road is a, a good name for an album. I don't know why, but it's just one of those. It's amazing how it sticks, isn't it? Mm. But I, we used to have the Mickey Mouse theory with guys who used to surf, and the idea was if you wore, if you could do something really well. You could wear Mickey Mouse ears and you'd still look cool. Oh, so, in yeah. other words, it, yeah. it, 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 the the coolness comes uh, first, and then the 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 association comes second. So it's not mm-hmm. like you you know. So you call it anything, call it ham sandwich, and everyone goes, "Yeah, ham sandwich." Yeah. That's a great album, ham sandwich. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So the psychology of naming, and then I mean, you you and I have been in meetings where we. I try to TV oh, shows. It's just the worst. Yeah. And you always think of it in terms of what the critics will say. And you just go, I just can't. And some names just go pop. Yeah, yeah. And for yeah. no reason. And some names just go, it's like naming a baby. How did you name your babies? Yeah. You know, he's just, you know, anyway. Were you involved in the naming of any shows like, I mean, you were involved in the panel. And see, the panel's a good one because that's, a, well, that, that's, that's an, an obvious. Of, that's a literal name, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a working title. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then you just go, oh, we'll just leave with that. Well, panel. thank God you're here was a working title, yeah, and, they, good, and that, like and that it, was um, that was like oh we've got to change. Well, the, the guy said you've got to change that, and I think they showed someone. They said no, that's the best thing about it because it tells you exactly what the, what it is. Well, that catchphrase isn't yeah, it, from the show. Yeah, thank God you're here. So um, would I lie to you? That's a good name. Yep. Would I lie to you? Yep. That's a good name. Dave. That's a good name. Dave. <laughs> it, was, it was a good name. Yeah. Because well, Dave has a connotation to it. Yeah. It has a subtext. Of, group. It has a connotation of everydayness, of uh, normal guile, yeah, blue collar, yeah. straight bat, enjoys um, banana smoothies <sighs> and donuts and, and dim sims. I had a banana smoothie the other night. Is that stop? I've, I've I've had a bana- I haven't that. had a banana smoothie. I, I like banana milkshakes. But they weren't doing them at the shop I went to. They just did smoothies. So I had a smoothie, but it was still good. See, I see when you get to the, the smoothie, it's, you, you you want to have it through a straw, don't you? Mm. What's your rule of thumb? Do you have to actually go down with a spoon to get the ice cream at the bottom? No, no, no. I used a straw. I used a straw. But with, that's like a more thick shake. Oh, I okay. Think, I think you're thinking of there. But you're right. If you get some of those, some of those boost juice type smoothies, they're so thick. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, we've come back around to food. <laughs> Still don't think you uh, know the Beatles. I don't think that, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Paul McCartney. Oh, you didn't, Paul McCartney. I'm not sure. That's about Paul that. McCartney. I know. I, as, he, as I filled in for Wings when I, I when Wings do it, I would have been about 16 probably. Can we have a competition? Mm. Biggest music star you've ever met. Okay, go. Oh, you, you sure you want to take me on on this? Oh, I reckon. See, I mean, sure. I was I've got a couple. I've got two. But you're going to beat me. You're going to beat me. But you would have met people on the on, on the radio. Spe- okay, on spe- spe- yeah, yeah, yeah okay. And also doing radio for a long time. Come on. Because and then if you go, I'll go. You just go with one. Pick one. Uh, look, I'm I'm trying to think of really big, obvious ones. Jermaine Jackson. See, he's not That's, even that big. Yeah, his brother. If you met Michael, that'd be different. Jermaine Jackson. When I was in LA, mm. I, I the girl I was staying with, uh, he lived next door. Jermaine lived next door. <laughs> Imagine a ball coming over the fence or something. Hey guys, hey, your balls come over the fence. Well, when, when he with with those uh, your dogs uh, barking, those artists like him, they tend to turn up with an entourage. Like, I mean, Ice T, for example, turned up with ten people. Yeah, but he just came by himself. Pretty sure he got the tr- bus there. Like, people are dying to know who mine are. Okay, okay, here we go. Hit me. Okay, is it a beetle? No. Is it a Rolling Stone? He's not with us anymore. Oh. 
Okay, go on here. David Bowie. You met David Bowie? He met me. <laughs> well, I can't do any better than David Bowie. Where did you meet David Bowie? I met him backstage at Kuyong. And you know oh. what struck me? When he did that concert? Yeah. I don't know why I was there. The Moonlight was, tour. Uh, what tour? He's no, different coloured eyes. Moonlight. Different coloured eyes. Yeah, he had an injury at school. Yeah, it was an injury at school. Yeah, yeah. someone uh, poked him. Uh, or maybe I should have said that to him when I met him. Oh. And what did he say to you? Uh, big fan of Uncle Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know who's the second one. Sting. Oh, Sting. That's right. Sting. Go, go. Well, you've beat um, me. All I was going to say was Greedy Smith from Mental as Anything. Oh, so. that's pretty good. <laughs> I don't like a name dropper, but, you know, as long as there's a story associated oh. with it, because I've told it on here before, I'm not telling it again, I did the yoga with Sting. You did yoga with Sting. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Mm. I haven't heard David Bowie before, though. That's new to me. Yeah, that's David a, Bowie. That's amazing. Uh, I can't think. In Australia, who's the number one in Australia? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm John Farnham. But can you get John Farnham? <laughs> I've never met him. I met Daryl Braithwaite. Oh, I go swimming with Daryl Braithwaite down oh. the beach. <laughs> 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 wow I go, I go bike riding With Ross Wilson From Mondo Rock There's got to be Some other activity Associated well, can you get with Sting it. On the phone now No you can't Well I think He would remember If you were to Bring it up If we were at a dinner party I would bore him With my story About doing yoga with him Yes Oh, right, we should go And we should thank Fred Rowan too For his contribution today Very good work Fred Okay Interested in new books? Subscribe to Chapter One. Chapter One is a new podcast with me, Nellie Thomas. Each episode, you'll hear the first chapter of a new release book from top publishers. Subscribe and listen to Chapter One, a new podcast with me, Nellie Thomas. Search for Chapter One where you're listening now.